Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello. And Forrest. Howdy. How's it going, guys? Say house it going? House it going. It's a weird way to say that. I didn't didn't mean to say house, but how is it going? Is it going well? It goes. (laughs) We're all nodding. (laughs) uh, We just watched the Mortal Kombat trailer together, which, um, if you've been listening to the show the past couple of weeks, we've had this weird movie and TV video game corner at the beginning of each uh, news segment. And so I figured I'd move it up a little bit um, since we all experienced this together. Um, And it looks kind of neat. It looks like a cool trailer. It looks like a fun time. Mm -hmm. It's, it definitely looks like a movie (laughs) with weird stuff in it that I'm all about the, they seem to understand that Mortal Kombat is a, Tongue. It's about combat. Yeah, it's about with combat K. with a K. <laughs> okay. um, there's some of the weird mysticism stuff in it with like Liu Kang summoning a fire dragon. <laughs> and um, so there was no actual version of Shao Kahn in this. Do you think we get Shao Kahn in the movie? We got Goro in the movie. We got um, Shang Tsung. But there's been no, there was a big statue of Shao Kahn. Yeah, but he'll probably be in it. We'll see. He'll probably be like a post credit stinger if he's not like in the third act. Yeah, in any way. I I'm excited for this movie. It seems like there's gonna be a new character at like yes for us. Yeah, his name is like Cole or something. Yeah, it was not a character that's been in Mortal Kombat before. Um, whereas the previous movies used Liu Kang for that, uh, for the seemingly the character you were supposed to... He is usually the protagonist. Yeah. Even through like a bunch of the games. Oh, I love Liu Kang. And uh, those original movies are great. I love them <laughs> yeah. so much. Yeah. I have the Blu-rays over there. Oh. Um, yeah. Very nice. But I wonder if... Famous uh, Mortal Kombat 11 character, the Joker, will be in it. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Played by Academy Award winner Jared Leto? I don't know. Any of them. Any of them? He just... No, he's the post credit stinger <laughs> where a little light shines in the back end and it turns on and you hear him say, we live in a society. And then <laughs> it lights up and it's the Joker, baby. Don't we, Batman? Don't. Oh, we do live in a society. Um, all right, let's talk about the video games we played. We've talked about let's. Mortal Kombat. Ooh, or enough. Spawn. Oh, yeah, Spawn was in a Mortal Kombat. It's true. So was, like, wasn't Terminator, Terminator Robocop. Robocop. Uh, Predator, maybe? I'm just looking at yes. from Mortal Kombat 11. You would think, you think, would think Predator, Predator was, was probably in one because Predator was in Fortnite. So, yeah. I mean... <laughs> If it can be in Fortnite, then it can be in Mortal, it can Kombat. Be in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um, all right. So, no, Jonesy, from, Jonesy from Letterkenny. No. <laughs> Jonesy from Fortnite and Mortal Kombat. Injustice. I was going to say the Ninja Turtles, but they were in Injustice. Yeah, I was yeah. also thinking. I had to look it up. Gosh, I wouldn't that be I nice? I couldn't remember which one it was. All right. It was from. Or so, they were from. 
Um, I have, I'm almost at the end of Persona 5. I'm not going to talk about that until next week because I will have beaten it by next week. Um, I have made considerable, pro- considerable amount of progress on it. And yeah, it's, whew, it's good. Um, but I did take a break to play a little bit of Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. Uh, I played some levels of Super Mario 3D World. I don't have too much to report on that because I did not play it enough to get to any of the levels where it kind of, the difficulty ramps up. (laughs) You know, a lot of people hold this game near and dear to their hearts, Seth, and say it's one of the best Mario platformers. Yeah. And you refuse to take that into account. Well, a lot look, of people so, so that you respect their gaming opinion <laughs> and you refuse to <laughs> even give it a shot. Well, look, so here's the thing. I uh, I also I played through Bowser Fury and I think the thing is that I just don't like Mario games. Oh. Uh, like, I mean, I really liked Odyssey. It's, uh, if you, you can go back and I was effusive in my praise for Odyssey and even named it my best game of the year. Um, but playing uh, through Bowser's Fury, I was like, mm, this is neat, but I don't think I actually like it. Uh, and I think it's just that I don't really like Mario games. <laughs> like you're just over them? No, I, I, just, I just don't like the... I think the part of the reason I like Odyssey is the exploration thing that that was core to it. Um, and sort of the platforming was built on top of it. I think that the games where the platforming comes first is like, I don't care about this. This is not interesting to me. Um, okay. So I don't know. And, and, and it's weird. I guess I just don't like platformers all that much. Um, Even though some of your favorite games are platformers. Yeah, but it's just so it's it's. This strange. is a fun journey to go it's, on with you, know, you right it's now. It's just like, um, I don't know. It's just not enough for me, I guess. Uh, when when that's all there is, um, and but I think the thing with like you compare it, I I think one of the reasons I really like Celeste was because of the challenge that it posed, um, and I don't think anyone is going to say that platforming in Mario games is all that difficult. Well, I've heard that this one near the end gets that way. Not not like yeah. Celeste levels probably, but it. It gets hard. I'll I'll let you know. Yeah. Cause it I mean, if it's not worth playing through the whole game to get to those levels, I understand. But I do remember playing Super Mario 3D Land and man, some of those levels yeah. like almost made me break my 3DS. Like they were real hard. I hold that game near and dear. I never got to yeah. play 3D World, mm. but 3D. I Land, didn't like that game either. Bad really? Take. Yeah. I had it and I played through some of it and then I was like, nah. I don't like this. All right, so let's talk about the part that we both played. Right. The Bowser's Fury part. Yeah. So you didn't like the exploration in it. Well, okay. Because this is hmm, basically an Odyssey. I disagree. This isn't what it is. It is they've taken a bunch of Super Mario 3D World levels and just put them all on the same map so that there's no, like, load times between going into into any of them uh it's okay, not that's fair this is it's 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 not an an odyssey level the way 
we speculated it would be. It's it's just like a big map with a bunch of distinct levels tucked into them. And they are like they are specific levels you go um when you go through like one of the ring one of the gates that goes into the area like the music each room has its own individual music yep. and it has its own individual like challenges for you to do. Yep. Um and the only difference is that uh all of the levels are all in the same area and you can just kind of go wherever. I mean, but you can't you still you can't even go wherever. You have to unlock the you have to make the other the different areas appear by beating Bowser in a fight um when he appears. So it's there isn't really an exploration factor uh because you know where everything is and it's pretty upfront about the stuff that you have to do. Rather than like you just kind of going and finding a thing and going, oh, this is how you do this here. I get it. I I liked it a lot. Um, and I, um, some of the exploration stuff, I don't like, um, how do I put this? I I disagree with you somewhat, but I I understand where you're coming from. Some of my main issue is that um, when I'm playing a Mario game, I try to get everything I can in an area before I move on mm-hmm. because I know that this sounds like cocky, I guess. I don't want to. But I know I'm good enough to get the stuff um, and or figure the stuff out to get it. So I like to just, why move on when I can just get it all now mm-hmm. and then go to the next thing? I beat the whole experience and I didn't even visit half of the islands. Because, like Seth said, you're hampered with the unlocking of other areas by getting enough cat shines, which are like stars or moons in Odyssey. Um, And you have to beat Bowser in a kaiju fight. Um, Which I, my other takes on that are, we'll get into that in a minute. Um, But in order to unlock other islands, you have to do the Bowser fight and you only have to get so many shines to, to really unlock the last Bowser fight. And you were able to get enough shines that you only have to do half the islands. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Even though I knew the other side of the map was unlocked and I could have gone to it if I wanted to, like I, I still had stuff in my path to go to. Yeah. And I just 100%ed all of that. And so now, like, I'm going to go back to it and probably 100% the whole thing because I enjoyed playing it. Uh, It definitely does not... It's missing some of the stuff that's from a classic 3D Mario. Uh, Like, it doesn't have the triple jump. It... Yeah. uh, it, It definitely does... I understand where you're coming from. It plays like separate levels. Um, well, it is because it is separate levels, but I do think that it's, it's an interesting formula that Nintendo hasn't really messed with before, which was kind of fun with having these like Ubisoft esque watchtowers (laughs) where you go and like unlock them and then it shows you more of the map, etc. And it's, 
It's interesting. I wonder if they're going to do anything with this formula in the future. Yeah. I wonder if this was just a one-off experiment. Um, and I, I would like to know what studio did this. Which, like, what mm-hmm. Mario's were they? Probably EAD, because I think they do all the... Like, I, I imagine it was, it was the same people who did Mario 3D World. Okay. Um, so that's, let's, let's talk about the, I mean, the music is real good. I, it's hard to, it's Mario music. Mario music is good. You can't really knock that. Yeah. Um, it's fun. It's jazzy. Yeah. It's peppy. Now the best part about this is when the kaiju fight part happens Mm -hmm. and the music like turns into this weird mix between Godzilla fight music and Seth texted me. So I text, I was talking to Seth before he had played. I'm like, man, I just rewatched Godzilla King of Monsters. And so like, I was like, it was weird. It aligned at the perfect time. I rewatched Godzilla King of Monsters. I played Bowser's Fury. And so I was like, this music, they do a good job of trying to evoke like the big kaiju fight music from this movie. And... Seth, you know, you entertained me. I was telling you, I was telling you. And then you texted me the other day while you were playing it. You're yeah. like, this reminds me of One Wing and Angel, kind of. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it really does sound like, like just the the, the same kind of sounds and, and the kind of uh, the little motifs that they have. And it, I was like, man, this is this sounds like One Wing and Angel. So, yeah, the, the music in the battle is super epic. And the music in the whole thing is is very is very fun and and catchy nice it's it's a good little experience it took what did it take you it took me like three yeah something four like hours to beat um probably will take me like eight to hundred percent because i looked it up there's a uh, hundred cat shines mm-hmm. and i got fit you you only need 50 to finish it yeah um so yeah the one of the things that i did really like um was Plessy, which is the yeah the, the, the dinosaur the water thing that you ride around. Oh yeah. Um, Plessy is always happy to see you, no matter what. Even if Bowser is shooting fire right at Plessy's face, uh-huh. uh, Plessy is like, "Oh Mario, I'm very happy to see you." Uh, and it's like, Plessy, no, you should move. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> and um, I need. The, the good uh, thing is it can't. It doesn't seem to be able to get hurt. So, right. like Bowser will blast it and it'll just like be chilling. And if you get nice. sad about it, Plessy gets Plessy gets its revenge in some way. Um, Plessy's revenge. <laughs> yeah, Bowser's fury <laughs> and Plessy's revenge. revenge. <laughs> um, so, how did you feel about the Bowser mechanics, Seth? Did you? Because I, I, there was one or two things I want to see if you had issues with. Um, I thought it was kind of neat. Uh, like I, I guess I was sort of expecting more because I once again I was going in like thinking it was going to be sort of a more like wide open experience. Um, but the the more direct way. So as you're playing at certain intervals, Bowser will wake up. And, like, it'll start to rain, and then the sky will turn black, and Bowser will start attacking you as you're running through the levels. Um, And there are, uh, 
there are certain what what will then happen is like these he'll all these new blocks will like rain down from the sky giving you new stuff to platform off of but also they're blocks that bowser can destroy by blasting you with his uh, fire breath um and so it it sort of may it can make the the traversal more convenient but also it kind of makes it more dangerous the more direct way it affects is that there are on each of the different stages there are these like bowser blocks that um only bowser can destroy with his his fire breath um that are hiding uh different cat shines and so um you have to you don't really have to drop what you're doing um to make to make sure that you get those blasted open um but it it was I thought it was an okay mechanic. I just, just because of the way it was implemented, I thought it would be more interesting, like, if the world was more wide open and it wasn't so specifically designated all of the places, like, okay, here is where on this level you need to get Bowser to attack you. Right. Um, and after you, if you collect a shine, Bowser immediately goes away. So um, you kind of, like, you don't have to... Just kind of drop what you're doing, but um, it, it it you are sort of uh, persuaded to go over and be like, okay, let me go do that. And it's not like anything else you're doing; it'll take you all that long to get back to. Um, but it's just uh, it it's I think it's an interesting mechanic that could be better used in a more fleshed out experience. Did you uh did you get to the worst island? And I want to know if you agree with me on what uh, the worst island is. I don't know. I So I did the way that the 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 levels are divvied up. So it's they're kind of there's a group of 3 that you start out as there's another the next group of 3 is like snow themed. I'm pretty sure that's 3. And then I think the next one is like 4. Um and and they're all sort of lava themed. So I I did I did not do the lava ones. Really? Right. Hmm. That's interesting. Um, Cuz beca- I did, I finished I got all the shines. Huh. So I I also got all of the shines before the lava ones but didn't I guess just because I never hit the bell and fought Bowser. Uh, yeah, um, that'll do it. Uh, Cuz I was uh, cuz I was rather just collecting the shines to make him go away. So I didn't I didn't th- I didn't realize you could get all the stuff up to that and not even go visit the last ones. Yeah. Um, no, wait. I did. I visited the pipe one. That was the only one. The the pipe one in the lava area. I don't know. I'd, I only visited one of them. Um, and then as I was going to start the other ones, I jumped into the, the Gigabell, which turns you into the Big Cat Mario, and it turned out to be the, the final battle. I was like, okay, I guess I'll just finish yeah. the game now. Um, I don't know, uh, so, I, because you said that you never did those, the one that I think is the worst is one that you d- didn't go to. Really? Yeah. Okay. And, and it's, the one I think is the worst is only the worst because, um, and I think this is actually a fault of the, the huge open world design, is that, um, there are a few stages where the entire thing is suspended above the water, 
Um, oh God! Uh, and oh, so, it's like the ice skating uh, one, kind of. Right, and yeah. so if and and they ascend vertically into the sky, and so if you fall, rather than like taking you back to the beginning of the level, you drop into the water and have to swim to the beginning of the level, which just makes it. It just takes longer. So, but like the idea of everything being in this one seamless map is that it's quicker to do everything. But in this in this case, it's like well now. It, now you have put me in far away from the goal and given me the slowest traversal method to get there. So that that's that was annoying. My least favorite was the invisible map. Oh, where yeah. You have to... I, I thought that was fun. <laughs> so there's this mechanic in Mario 3D World where you have to butt stomp on the ground and it reveals chunks of what you're standing on. And so, like, you're always having to do it to see where you're going. Yeah. Dumb. I hate it. Well, I don't know. Bad mechanic. But the tedious. You also it. You just have. You don't have to ground pound. You can also. What I ended up doing was I got like a fire flower and, yeah, and shot yeah, fire, yeah, fire to smart. to see the path in front of me. But also the stage that it does as it pretty well like um lays out where the path is going without you having to see it because when there's a hill they're gonna be like barrels that are rolling down it and enemies at the top of it there's one area that you have to jump through a hole down to another platform and the first time you go there's a bunch of like destroyable boxes going from the top of the hole to the bottom of the next see platform. but once those enemies are gone they do not respawn well sure and so you have to but i also <laughs> i guess like it because i did them in such quick succession it, it wasn't like oh i've forgotten where everything is yeah i I don't know. I've, I had issues with that. Everything else was mostly fine. Um, but yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to play Mario 3D World, though. I'm in the midst of playing that and Little Nightmares 2. Um, mm. I'll finish Little Nightmares 2 first um, by next week. So that'll be my two games I report on is Persona 5 Royal, uh, which I'm sure people are itching to hear about again. Um, <laughs> and... Little Nightmares 2. Because uh, I, I bought it because I loved Little Nightmares 1. Right. And um, and the developers said that they're not making any more of those. Yeah, I saw that. It was very strange. Um, but they're getting tapped for other stuff, I guess. Um, new IPs or whatever it was it seemed to be. Perhaps a new IP called Big Dreams. There <laughs> no. we go. Oh, God. I'm pretty sure that Sony would get mad if something else called itself Dreams. We'll <laughs> see. Oh, Big Dreams is different. Yeah, yeah, Big Dreams is different than Dreams. Um, so yeah, I uh, that's what I played this week. Um, did you play anything else, Seth? Yes, I completed Cyber Shadow. Ah, um, the game the, Forrest is bad at, as we so found I, out. So I've heard. <laughs> I've gotten uh, better at it well, due to, some, to like uh, some new like um, movement mechanics that get introduced in that also uh, really hurt my thumb badly. So I could not continue playing it for this week. Mm. So I'm one game session away from beating it, but like I, my thumb hurts very badly both right here and down here. If you could, <laughs> if you can't see, because how could you? Uh, Forrest was pointing to the very tip of his thumb and the base of it, like yes. at the bottom. Uh, near the the wrist, very uh, bad uh, stinging pains. That's not great. I, I think that 
You're playing too hard. Yes. Uh, it's all because of the sprint. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. It's double tap, like, in your chosen direction you, to sprint. What are you playing it on? PS5. Hmm. I, um, I wonder if it has anything to do with the the structure of the controller, then. I was about to That's say. That's possible. Um, um, I found out five minutes ago that there is button remapping, so... <laughs> I didn't know that. I've been hurting myself for no reason. I, I play I play this mostly on the backbone, uh, and it's got a nice the it's got a nice squishy uh, mm. uh, D pad that nice. never gave me any pain. Um, yeah, so the game, <laughs> I, it's it's the very good. Baby, uh, the the final boss battle is super fun. Um, it's like this three stage fight uh, that like confounded me as I like the first few times that I played it and then once I figured out okay this is the way to defeat this enemy I ripped through him and it was very satisfying very nice um it's one of the cool things there's this um I think it's the seventh or eighth stage you go into this segment this like long period where you can't go back to uh other levels um and you're kind of trapped moving forward uh, and once you get out of that, it brings you, like, the next few stages are running back through places that you, like, I think it's, like, the second and third level. Yeah. Uh, and it's super satisfying to go back through those with your, your fully kitted out uh, shadow and just, like, blast through them. It's It was uh, a perfect way to implement uh, revisiting levels. Uh, even there's even like new stuff and new enemies and kind of obstacles and it's still like it's still super you, like trivialized. Now. Yeah, you just you just rip through stuff. It's really great. Like um, the the way that game empowers the character and really makes you feel like a a a, 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 a truly fearsome ninja. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, and the ending is ending is cool and it also seems to tease a sequel. Hmm. There's a very there's a mysterious character who shows up post credits that was not in the game previously and he does something interesting and that would maybe like hmm what's happening now uh, and then I went to go jump back in and it just took me back to before the final boss I was like oh dang there's nothing new <laughs> darn really good game definitely yep. definitely play it uh, it's on Game Pass so no reason not to if you have it yeah play it and then uh, make sure you get fully kitted out before you can like really truly enjoy the game to its fullest extent because i was not enjoying it too much until then yeah it really it doesn't like i don't think the first impression is all that great because um you don't like the game truly begins to shine once you have uh i think i think the the dash mechanic when you get it is when you feel like peak okay i feel like a ninja now yeah but even before that uh once you get some of the, I'm trying to think what the other abilities are that improve the quality of the game. Um, There's the wall jump. Yes, wall jump is also that was the first yeah for the me. wall jump also. But so like before that, you 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 don't really feel like I guess it, it just doesn't make the best first impression because you start out weak, um, and and so weak. the the levels aren't as enjoyable to go through. Um, but yeah, once, but, but even the level design be, gets better as you go along the, cause like the first few levels are just kind of, um, pretty basic. There's, it's like, there's nothing special about them and the bosses that you fight are not all that impressive, but 
Like after that, it it really it the the first impression belies a, a really really good game under underneath it. Yep, I'd agree with that. For I've me, heard that from multiple definitely people, so. uh, Suplex certified. All right. Forrest, was there anything else you wanted to add about Cyber Shadow? Uh, no, uh, but there was another game that I tried out uh, after the first night of my hand hurting really badly from Cyber Shadow. It's uh, just a roguelike called Going Under. He plays an intern um, at this uh, company, and in the basement there are like goblins and stuff that you gotta kill. Yeah, I've wanted to play this game. It looks fun. I like it. Uh, it hits... It's nowhere near Hades level. Well, sure. Yeah, you know. It's <laughs> kind of an unfair um, standard. But the, like, the main, like, focus of the combat is, like, you don't have any, like, specific weapons. You just pick up a bunch of office supplies. Sure. Or, like, weapons that these goblins drop or whatever. Um, but they have, like, there's a durability system... So, like, these things aren't going to last forever, so you kind of need to be thinking, like, you have to keep in mind what durability your current weapon is at, but also if there's anything else in the room that you can use in the event that your current one breaks, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty fun, though, and I really like the art style. Um, it's, it's very round. That's the best it's way I can describe it. Round and neon. Hmm. Yeah. Round the neon. Yeah, I don't know how else to describe it. It's hey. like, <laughs> but yeah, I'm having a fun. I, I had a fun time with that. Um, but that that's all I've got for this week. All right. Oh, Cyber Shadow be next week. Sweet. Yeah. Um, Assuming your hand heals. Uh, I'll just remap the sprint button to the triggers. Hmm. Yeah, that would do it. Yeah. You know, button remapping will help a game out. It's how I beat Cuphead. <laughs> I I switched the shoot button to a trigger instead of to a face button. And then I could hold it the whole time while I was jumping. Yeah. I would argue that uh, Devil May Cry benefits from remapping your buttons. Uh, mm. Especially when it comes to, like, whichever guns or, like, whichever character you're playing as that, like, shoots, you know? Yeah. Or, like, Virgil having the swords on the trigger. Much better than having to switch between your sword and summon swords. <laughs> That's a term sense. that makes no sense to non-DMC fans. Yeah, it, it really, it's kind of a nonsense <laughs> sentence yes. that you just said. Absolutely. Um, all right, so uh, with that, we'll be right back after the break with the news. We're back. Hopefully during the break you are going to all the social media at Suplex the Sticks on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and also uh, subscribing to us on your favorite podcatcher and sharing it with your friends um, whether through just screen capping the episode and texting it to them or sending them to our Facebook um, uh, we just appreciate you listening and sharing the show and the best way to get it out there and grow the audience is to tell your friends and invite them to our discord uh where we talk about assorted nonsense every week <laughs> um and we rag on each other pretty heartily 
at times. So um, with that, I want to let we're going to save the direct for last because that's going to be the largest chunk. So if you don't care about the direct, we don't know who you are. Like, (laughs) (laughs) who are you? Because it's like the only big news that happened this week. Um, For some reason, they decided to announce that Jack Black was is voicing Claptrap yeah, the right, day after, right after. L- w- an hour yeah. after we were done recording yeah, last really week. Yeah, really annoying. Um, where we spent like 20 minutes talking about Borderlands the movie again. Yep. Uh, it keeps dragging us back. <laughs> um, so Jack Black is perfect casting for that. It fits. Very excited. And we'll uh, definitely come back next week with the with the Mordecai cast. Yeah. So, uh, stay tuned. Yeah. You heard it here first. You don't need to hear us guessing <laughs> the casting. Because it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Um, It'll probably happen tomorrow. Actually, do you think do you think we'll get Mordecai or Handsome Jack first? Uh, I, think well, I don't think if, if they were going to cast Handsome Jack, I don't think they would announce it. Mm, gotcha. It still needs He's to not be, in Borderlands. It still needs to be Nicolas Cage. Um, yes. So... All right. Uh, real quick, because I know Seth is going to say no one cares. I'm uh, very excited. No one cares about this. <laughs> the Marvel Avengers. No one's playing it. Next gen I care about update this. is coming in March. And no it's going to make the game look pretty. I just like Hawkeye. And the Hawkeye DLC, which no one cares about Hawkeye. Oh. But everyone cares about Kate Bishop and, and the fact Pizza that Dog. Future Imperfect Hulk is in it and Pizza Maestro. Dog. Yeah. It's going to be great. Lucky the pizza. Are you going to play it? Yeah. I don't think it's you free. Will. Yeah, but I don't think you're going to play it. I am. Mm-hmm. When So I've been waiting. See, mm-hmm. I have been waiting to yeah. beat the game sure. for the next gen update. Yeah. Because I want the game to look pretty on my next gen console. What made me sure. stop playing. I'm sure that's what it was. Was the next <laughs> gen console. And not the bad gameplay. So what I want to know is if. The game is good. The multiplayer that's mul- not what I want to know. The gameplay is good. The multiplayer <laughs> destiny type stuff is the bad part mm, of the game. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, what I want to know is like if I bought the game uh, in the lead up to the future imperfect and the next gen uh, release and update and stuff, do I have to play through like the whole like previous portion of the game to get to like the Hawkeye content, you know? I don't know. Yeah. That, but I do think the story is good enough to play through. Yeah. I think you'd enjoy it. Oh, I I, I think agree with I, you I on think that. I think once again, I mean I've said this before in the previously, I think this is a fantastic Avengers story with solid gameplay, hampered by dumb destiny like mechanics that seemingly are ham fisted yeah. in there and not well done. But the rest of it, if there was no gear or loot, this game would be great. Yeah. But, you know. It would also be like eight hours long. No. I mean, it's like it's like a ten hour long game. Okay, ten hours. <laughs> That's but semantics like, at this point. But how many times have you spent $60 on a ten hour long game, Seth? That happens know. all the time. I don't... That is like a standard game length now. Yeah, I like I that know. game length. I mean, I can appreciate it as well. I don't know the last time I spent $60 on it, though. Like, people spend $60 on Call of Duty every year, and that's a three-hour-long campaign, probably. Ooh. Maybe yeah, four, Yeah, but people probably. don't buy it for the campaign. 
Some people do. No, no one buys it specifically for the campaign. You didn't have online uh, services when you were growing up. You did. I'm telling you, man, that it's not speaking from too, right. Yeah, <laughs> for sixty dollars, I think an eight to ten hour long campaign. Even though some people are not going to like it, that is uh, not too bad of a campaign. On top of like free content yeah the, like all of the story stuff they've been re- they're releasing is free you don't have to pay to play the kate bishop right but if and, that if if not for the multiplayer stuff what wouldn't that just already be in the game or would that be in the game at all if there was no no multiplayer con like monetization they, they are releasing this free stuff to get people to come back in to play the multiplayer uh, and if that if there was no multiplayer, there probably wouldn't be extra characters, because there would be no reason to try and keep in players. But engaged the characters in it. are free too, right? I'm saying the characters only exist because of the bad multiplayer, because that's the focus of the game. Are we I talking mean, about Overwatch now? <laughs> <laughs> like I, I guess I understand what you're saying, but like we don't have to get into an argument about Marvel's Avengers. <laughs> but like the game itself, As we do. The idea, I understand what you're saying with the multiplayer trying to keep it as an online game where you keep bringing people back. I would have liked for this all to have been packaged in the game in the first place, but this is what they chose to do. It's, you know, it is what it is. Um, So it's bringing in the Cree and stuff, so that's kind of neat. We'll see what happens with it. Yeah. Um. And Hawkeye, I guess. I don't care about Hawkeye. No. Um, I'm more excited for whatever characters come down the road and what, if, uh, to be honest, like Seth has said, the multiplayer, people aren't sticking with this game because you don't play Avengers games for loot. Uh, right. It was it was a bad bad marriage of two, of, of two ideas. They don't yeah. really go together. Exactly. Yeah. And I agree with and you. And everyone that. said this when, like, they... First gave us the details that this was what the game was going to be. Like when when we heard that Crystal Dynamics was making an Avengers game, it's like, ooh, that's interesting. And then we found out it's at it's you know it's a an always like a, a pseudo MMO uh, loot game, and it's like, oh, well, that's bad. And it turns out that was true. It is bad. Right. Um, okay, so Seth. Tell me about the big announcement in the Final Fantasy VII remake. Well, you see, uh, I, it's it's very interesting that you bring this up uh, because what happened, what had happened was, uh, well, uh, it, there wasn't any. There was no announcement. Um, they kind of trolled people in the, the audience. They actually, um, in this concert, that, it's so weird. They said there was going to be an announcement, and then... They, like, trolled people who were watching, like, this screen. It was, like, the big announcement was, uh, man. Well, I, it was merch. Yeah, it was, it was merch for the it concert. It was merch for the concert, not even for the game. Oh. It's, like, our big announcement is, here's this merch for this concert. And they did, like, a breaking news glyph yeah. and Aww. everything. Yeah. It was, That's I rough. mean, kind of expertly done. Uh, <laughs> a great way to troll people. But also, all of the things that we talked about. Uh, were wrong because it was nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll probably continue to get nothing. Um, You know, if there was nothing, then of course we weren't right. 
But also, technically, we weren't wrong because there was nothing to be wrong. Well, about. there was an announcement, and it was merch. <laughs> yeah, there was an announcement. For the concert. Um, so, Pokemon Week is next week. Mm-hmm. There's supposedly, they've said there's going to be announcements all next week, throughout the week. Hmm. So, so the, but this isn't, it's not guaranteed not all going to be like game announcements. No. Right, right, right. Gonna no, be, no, no, there's, there's going to be cards. Yeah. Right. You're going to get movies. a new season of the anime. Uh, well, there's already a new season of the anime. So a new, new season. I don't think they could... They're in the middle of a season. They couldn't have another new season. <laughs> um, maybe we'll get another... Uh, what was the one where it was actually red? Uh, oh, Origins. yeah. Yeah, Pokemon Origins. Yeah, I maybe we'll that. get another Origins. Or another Pokemon Generations. Yeah. Those were nice. cool. Yeah. Um, but they also, they also did something like that for Sword and Shield. It was something Wings. Some... Had a weird name. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't watch any of them. Um, so, Pretty yeah. Good. But definitely Pokemon Snap. We'll hear more about that. That was one of the things. Uh, spoiler, it was not in the direct. Um, no Pokemon in the direct. Yeah, but it makes sense because Pokemon Company has all of these announcements that they have set up for next week. Yep. So we'll have more news. Everyone thinks uh, Gen 4 remakes... I don't know. I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical. If there's uh, Gen Four remakes, it's going to be done in the Let's Go style, and it's going to no, be no. I don't think no. they. I don't think they would skip Generation Two and Three and then remake Gen Four in no. Let's Go style. I would bet that there would be a Let's Go like Gen Two announcement. Yeah, that would be interesting. But I also don't know that that I don't know that I don't they want could it. do it because I think Sword and Shield was so like beginner focused. Uh, like, it had so much quality of life stuff for people who had, like, never played Pokemon before, and it took out a lot of the grindy stuff. Like, I don't know that they would then go make another, um, like, beginner entry Pokemon game. Um, I mean, it does seem inevitable that they'll go back to Let's Go, but I, I just think that uh, it's more likely they will just make another mainline or a mainline style game. Yeah. I imagine we're going to get a big compilation game. I think we might get that. Of what? Of what? Like a, maybe a compilation of the older games. Oh, that'd be interesting. I I would like to see uh, Colosseum in Gale of Darkness. Oh, that, oh, would, be, that would be a good compilation. I think compilation. you're the only person that wants that. Hey, yo. I would like to see Shadow Lugia in... Something. Yeah. We'll just be able to bring actual Shadow Lugia from bring the mini Gale games, of Darkness. The mini games from <laughs> Pokemon Stadium. So I can play the Lickitung Sushi game. I can play the Metapod what about, Harden What about game. like an uh, a phone game that is the, the mini games from Pokemon Stadium? Oh, yeah. That'd be we'll, we'll hear about Pokemon Unite probably. Oh yeah. The the, the MOBA. The MOBA. Oh, that's yeah. right. That exists. I keep, yeah, I forgot that that I'm was the name. A, I for am it. excited for that. <laughs> I am. You. I am too excited. Two for other that. people. Yeah, probably, and I'm okay with it. Look, there are two things I would take either of them that I want that will not happen. The first one is a new Pokemon Conquest, which was yeah a great game. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and the other that's one would be a new happen. Pokemon Ranger. Which yeah, that's my also one. great. He loves drawing circles, ladies Man, and gentlemen. I, Ranger I, is great. I do I not stand for slander against. I do David. not actually think it's possible for them to recreate that gameplay without a touchscreen. So I think it's there's like an 
negative percentage chance that happens. Yeah. Uh, but I would love it. Those games are fun. Uh, yeah, they're super fun. I think they're more fun than actual Pokemon games. <laughs> Did you play Conquest Forest? No. I'm not surprised because, like, I think 10 people in the U.S. were able to buy a physical copy. So. I had one. I think <laughs> I still I may have one. it. Nice. Um, I, I mean, I'd love to try it out I, one day. It's a great I worked game. At, yeah. I worked at GameStop during that whole debacle, and we never... Like, we got maybe, like, six in, and we never got it again. It was crazy. Jeez. Um, yep. Great game, though. Really? It, great It's really game. good. If you ever wondered what, uh, if Oda Nobunaga was a Pokemon trainer, who he would have, well, then play this game, and you'll find out. Yeah. It was Mewtwo. <laughs> of course. It's a, yeah. it's a it's a really good game. Um, <laughs> that game was so fun. And then the other piece of news that's not Nintendo Direct related is uh, Ratchet & Clank got a release date. And it's 10 days before my birthday. Nice. Perfect timing. June 11th, 2021. We love it. Um, yeah. I don't know if that still constitutes launch window. Um, but, you know, nine, how, eight, nine months after launch. It depends on how big of a window. this window it is. Well, uh, it also depends on the weather and how far, like how yeah. clear of a day. Like if it's really foggy. You probably won't be able to see that far out the window. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, it did. So what's frustrating about this is that there wasn't even a new trailer. They just tweeted the release date. Yeah. And it's like, fine, thank you. I wanted a release date, but I'd also like more information as to what the game is. I yeah, mean, but they, they showed, did give you the box art. They Yes. Okay. They gave me box art and a release date. So there you go. What I'm not complaining. What, do you, what else do you need? Give me a special dual shock. Give me a special Ratchet and Clank dual shock. It's not going to happen. Are you just going to buy every new special edition controller variation? Yeah, if he can. Yeah, I've got every every pro controller <laughs> variation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what God do you want bless from you, me? David? Uh, I. I don't know. I'm going to get that Monster Hunter one because it looks <laughs> sick. It looks cool. It looks super cool. I don't remember that one. I'm not even huge on Xenoblade because I tried to play it, but the controller looks great, so I yeah. bought it. I wish I had gotten that controller. Yeah, it's like impossible to get now. Well, yeah. Well, I don't make any more. Yeah. The Monster Hunter controller's great. That is very There's good. a gold dragon on it. Yeah. It's sick. <laughs> I'll get that instead of the Zelda Joy-Cons and be okay with it. Um, So... Let's talk about this Nintendo Direct. Speaking of Zelda Joy-Cons. Spoiler alert. There are Zelda Joy-Cons. There's Joy-Cons. Um, the only Joy-Con announcement. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. No no announcement that there's new Joy-Cons coming or anything yeah. like that. But there Still was also just a, a new Pro drift. Controller. Yeah. Or was that announced previously? That was previously remember. announced. Huh. Um, yeah. There we go. So, anyways, let's Nintendo start Direct. Nintendo Direct. What's our overall feelings about it before we get into? Let's. Should we do that and maybe underwhelm people? I don't know. Uh, let's uh, let's just talk about what's yeah. in it. So we start off with. Um, we don't have to talk about everything, but a Pyra. And there's a Mithra lot of there's a lot of nonsense that they showed. That yeah, none of us really cared about. There's the Pyro and Mithra announcement. Yeah, so Seth okay. is the resident Xenoblade okay, yeah, yeah. stand. <laughs> so I was actually super disappointed by this, but oh, just yeah. because the 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 Nintendo Direct opened up with Rex from uh, Xenoblade Two running around, it's like, "Where's Pyra? I can't find her. She disappeared." And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" 
is this like new Xenoblade Two content? Yeah, like, that's, that's what, what I, I want to see. And then, and then, but as it kept, I was like, "Oh, this is a Smash announcement." Like I, I knew it. And then you could feel it. Yeah, I was like, "Oh yeah, well, this this is obvious. That's where she went." But so Pyra and uh, Mithra are the new Smash characters. Um, so instead, uh, we didn't instead of an anime sword boy, we got an anime sword girl. Mm, two uh, of them, technically. Technically two, uh, and they do seem to have different moves. I want to note. We went through all this trouble to split up Zelda and Sheik, but now we have another woman that is two, two characters in one. Well, so is there Zelda, a lore there that I'm missing? No, no, no. Zelda and Sheik got split because of the Nintendo 3DS. Because You're it could, right. and yeah, so yeah. Ice Climbers wasn't in right. And so if I don't, if that game had not come out, I think they would still be the same character. Um, <laughs> the 3DS gave us. Zelda and Sheik yeah. being separate. Uh, God so bless. I don't really... There's not much you can take away from the moveset because they didn't show a whole lot. Uh, unfortunately, it looks like they might have a down B counter move, which would be not, typical not ideal, fashion. but I couldn't really tell. It's uh, called Foresight. It looked kind of neat. Yeah, so that's... it's. I mean, it's the, it's the same thing that Shulk does. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but we'll see. Uh, uh, I think it also there's a chance that it works differently. But yeah, so that I was I was Shulk. I was actually like, it's it's weird because after Sephiroth, I like had no idea what to even think the next one would be, um, and so, but somehow I also didn't think it would be like a first party character. Uh, so it was a little it, it was a little strange, but also not super surprising because after. Like, the base game came out. Sakurai was basically like, well, I wanted to put uh, Rex in Smash, but the game, when Xenoblade 2, it just came out too close to the release and we couldn't make him. So it makes sense that he finally got around to putting him in. Yeah. And it's cool that it's Rex and uh, Pyra and Mithra rather than Rex, who's kind of a doofus. But I, yeah. He's kind of a lovable doofus. Yeah, he's like, he's fine. Um... He's not cool like Shulk. Unfo- the the only thing is that it seems like some of the cooler aspects of their the characters' toolkits from Xenoblade Two are being intentionally left out of this game. Um, maybe for spoiler reasons, but it so that was unfortunate because I was really hoping to see the giant robot, but it didn't show up. But so maybe we'll, maybe we'll see it later. Uh, I don't know. So that was that was the only thing that was kind of disappointing. Gotcha. And some of the more extravagant, like, nothing about Xenoblade 2 is, like, toned down. And so... It's all cranked up to 11. Right. And so it, it kind of makes sense that they couldn't exactly make the moves one-to-one the same. But it was a little... That was also a little disappointing how much how, how some of the, like, the moves were a, a bit toned down. But I, I'm, I'm kind of fine with it, with them as a character. They're coming in March. Yeah. Um, and they seem fun to play as, so I'm excited to give it a shot. Um, Fall Guys is coming to Switch. Yep. yep. Cool. And yes. Xbox. And Xbox. Yes. Um, summer. Outer Wilds is coming to Switch. Yeah, this was surprising. That was kind of cool. Coming yeah. out of, Outer coming Wilds is a super good game, and it's cool that it's on Switch. <laughs> How is it going to run on the Nintendo Switch? It... That game is 
one giant environment. It's crazy to think. Yeah, that it's sure, but it's not like. But it's not. It's it's not super detailed. Yeah, and also it's. It's probably like, not all loaded in at once. Right. Either. It's. Well, I don't really? know. I, I mean, it, it has kinda, to be. It's a ground. Yeah, because yeah, every, everything is sort of working on a timer. So yeah. I think it, it all is happening simultaneously. But nothing outside of that, I guess, but nothing about it sort of screams uh, this Technically is demanding. Like, right. The textures were hyper toned down. Yeah. Uh, you Yeah. It's just curious to me. I figured if they were going to do this, it might be a cloud game. Um, but they somehow got it running on the Switch, so God bless them. That's yeah. dope. Um, love it. Yeah, you love it. Uh, Famicom Detective Club is coming to America for the first time. Yeah, I thought this was actually low-key super cool. Okay, like these so are, that's why I, I zoned out during this. These are two games. I I think they're basically visual novels, but I'm not I'm not 100% sure. Like, I think there is actual, like, puzzle solving. But these were two, like, Japan-exclusive NES games. Um and that are now coming, getting localized and being brought over, and with like new art style and stuff. So I thought I thought this was super so it's interesting. Kind of like a remake. Yeah, I mean they're basically remakes. Um, I I wonder what the price point on them is going to be. Uh, Knowing Nintendo, I yeah, can it's give probably a going good to be or... more than anyone wants it to be. Yeah. Uh, but if these are like fifteen dollar games, I could see myself uh, going for them. The the second one in particular looked uh it looked spooky and like it was like ooh the I want I want to play that one. <laughs> um Samurai Warriors 5 uh that's coming in the yep. summer. I couldn't was this a game that like we already that already existed? I don't know. I, could, I think I, so. Like I couldn't tell the way the announcement was it was see, framed as if it was a big deal. Right, that it was like a brand new title in the in the franchise i don't know so i guess not um legend of mana is getting a i i hesitate to say hd but it's getting like re-released um seth you said you were possibly going to play this yeah so this is um uh playstation one uh jrpg like it's in it's one of the mana games um, yeah, I, I think I've played bits of the other ones and they're fun games. Um, and since this was on PlayStation one, it was one that I never played and it looked, it looked cool, but yeah, it's, I mean, it, it, it is like a 16 bit RPG game. So yeah. it, you know, it's, it's a surprise, but it's also kind of a, it's, it's a smaller game. It, and it does look like that Samurai Warriors five is a new game. Um, it's okay. That was I, it seems like they announced it for other consoles, like Koei Tecmo did, simultaneously to it being announced on Switch in the Direct. Yeah. Cool. Um, Monster Hunter Rise trailer. Yeah, got more Monster Hunter. More um, more monsters. It looked more hunting. Then more rising. we got the thing I was most hype about in this whole thing. God bless you, David. And it's Mario Golf Baby coming back. Yep. 2021 <laughs> Mario Sports. I wish I, I think the last one came out in 2003, 2004. It's been a long time. It's been a while. I, I think wish I, I think that was the last console one because there yeah, was the last, there was there a was 3DS, 3DS one. one yeah. So it was the last console one was 2004. 
And man, so A, You've it's Mario Golf. You know, you know what you're getting. Arcade golf. You want your realistic Sims? Not here, baby. I've got Yoshi, a dinosaur, hitting drivers to the to green. The moon to back. the moon. <laughs> um, maybe to the moon on some levels. You never know. <laughs> so so here's the thing that I'm most excited about. And that's speed golf, baby. Oh, yeah. This this looks like <laughs> looks this is the most good. exciting part about Four it. Four players at the same time teeing off and then running to their ball <laughs> and trying to get into the hole first. And there are and, power-ups and attacks that you can do. On yeah, it, and you yeah can, it looked really fun. That looks so much fun. And they've already said that's going to be playable online. And it's going to be neat. I'm going to get sucked into that every night. That is going to be what I do to relax before bed. Is, yeah, is that's not going to be I don't, I don't think it'll relax you. I mean, I... Well, you're I be, you'll yelling. get real mad. Yeah, yeah. you're right. There will be... <laughs> yeah. But there is something kind of relaxing about doing a really stressful activity like yeah. that. Because it has, like, no stakes. Yeah. Um, <sighs> so I got to tell you, David, I had a, a few gripes with this trailer. Uh, so I've never been... I don't know that I ever really even I don't think I've ever owned a Mario Golf game. I've certainly played it. Um but it, it's never like been super my thing. Um so, but I was fine with the announcement. Uh but there were some things. I it was very difficult for me to listen to the music in this trailer. This game is developed by Camelot and you can immediately tell that the composer of the music is the same composer who does a lot of Camelot games, who is also the composer of the Golden Sun games. <laughs> and it has that very specific sound that sounds like exactly like very like different music tracks in Golden Sun. Um, the when they did release Mar the last Mario Tennis, there was this one score that also sounded like yeah. a Golden Sun battle theme. But and I thought that was super hype just because of the it was like a crazy battle and I really liked it. But hearing this in the trailer I was like, oh my God, why are they making another <laughs> sports game? I hate it. Just I want to listen to this music in a different game. Um so that was annoying. And also they made a big deal about uh, not that yet. The the next thing the <laughs> announcer in the the announcer in this trailer was really annoying. I don't know what what it was, but the way she like talked, I was like, "Oh my god!" I I did not listen to the announcer because I was so really. Oh, I was reeling at just Mario golfing, baby, and Wario Daddy with his checker pants <laughs> and his, yeah, cowboy, and his cowboy hat. God yeah. bless. He looked great. Um, the other thing, like they made a big deal about there being a, I don't know if they called it a story mode, but there's like a single player. Yes, it was story um, mode. Yeah. Whatever. So the, it's not speed golf. I don't no, care. No, no, no. But no, no. The moment that it was me's, I'm done. Yeah. So that was what turned me off because, like, randomly, the the Camelot Mario sports games, like the handheld ones, they were sort of beloved because they had these single player campaigns that were really fun and engaging, um, even though they were just on these tiny sports games. And then they got rid of them, and they sort of brought it back with Mario Tennis, and now they're bringing it back again. Uh, so we'll see if it's a better form of that. But then they they had to do it with Mies, and it's just like, ugh, I hate Mies. Why are we doing this with Mies? And there was something else in this direct with Mies, and I was like, why? What is happening here? Uh, so that was my uh, gripes with this Mario Golf trailer. Right, and right, righteous, righteous gripes. It made me 
It made me upset. But speed golf looks fun. Speed golf looks fun. Also, the the website, like Nintendo's website, reveals that King Babam is a character in this game. Ooh. What? Yeah. Big boy. And this is the the first time on like an actual console game that King Babam has been playable. Big boy's gonna be hitting bombs. Like he <laughs> he was recently like the first time he was playable was recently in, in Mario Kart Tour and but now it seems like he's an actual going to be an actual character in this game. So that's super cool. That is super cool. Yeah. I love it. Man, what a king. Yeah. You love to see it. I love to see it. Um all So right. this must take place before Mario sixty four. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he does canonically die. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> If you're Let's looking at the greater that. Mario Lore, universe, yeah. yeah, the Mario timeline. Um, I mean, we can. If, it doesn't if we are, like the Zelda if we are does. to assume it is one linear timeline where things take take place one after the other, and how can we not assume that? Right. Then, although there's been no major proof otherwise, yeah, but there is a theoretical Mario timeline in which, which would <laughs> contradict this theory, because. Uh, in this theoretical Mario timeline, all of the sports game takes place way far in the future after all of the mainline Mario games. And, like, they're all rich and just have time to spend time playing sports. Yeah. So that oh, would be yeah. strange. Because, yeah. like, Mario gets super rich from New Super Mario Bros. 2 when he collects yeah. all those coins. And he just retires. And they spend all their time playing sports and driving go-karts. <laughs> yeah. Um, so in that case... That would that it couldn't take place. So I don't know. Maybe this is maybe this is is a divergent timeline where um, King Babam lives, or maybe it's a son who ascended to the throne. Ooh. Prince yeah. Babam became King Babam. Yes. Yeah. Huh. You couldn't finish off that lineage, Mario. You just yeah. <laughs> let the child. It'll live. always come back to haunt you. Um, so Tales from the Borderlands is coming to Switch. Right. Nice. Uh, Capcom Arcade Stadium. Yeah, this was this was not necessary. Uh, there was a lot of things in this direct that it's like, why? Yeah. I mean, so I get that they have these games and they want to announce them, but they have to be aware that this is all, like close to two years since the last time we had an actual main, like full Nintendo direct, and they spent all they just spent a lot of this time like with these nothing games. Like, this is a collection of arcade games that Capcom developed, um, and you have to, like, pay for them all individually. And it's just like, I mean, I'm sure there's an audience for this, but there's so many other things that I would rather be hearing about. Right. Yeah. We'll get to more of that in a second. (laughs) Yeah. So, for some reason, we also got Stubbs the Zombie, um, whatever. Running on the Halo Uh, engine. Yeah. No more heroes. What? Yeah. Yeah. It runs on the Halo engine. Yeah. Which Halo? Uh, I mean, the only ha- Halo 1 through Reach was the same engine. Yeah. The and Havoc also Stubbs is on pretty great. So, oh, that's so weird. Um, no more heroes 3. Which... Okay. I have thoughts about this hey, trailer. I am excited for this game this to finally. Part, really? Yeah. Uh, I Work. think the. the Footage, the gameplay footage they showed looked not visually good. No, it like looked it looked bad. ugly. And I was watching, I was like, this, it feels like 
the resolution dropped on the video the whole time I'm watching this. Uh, and I know some of that is probably, like, stylistic, but at some point, like, they went back to a regular graphic. I was like, oh, no, that's that wasn't the video quality. That was just the way the game looks. So that was not great. Yeah, the game doesn't look great. And to be honest, I'm not buying this. It doesn't look fun to me. It looks kind of dumb, and I hate it. I, <laughs> I got to be honest. I Like, the whole time this trailer was happening, I'm like, this looks stupid. I... Yeah, it's really hard to figure out what this game's deal is from what they've showed. Um, like, they're like, oh, it's a bunch of different games inside one game. And, like, these are mini games to get you to the boss fights for... I was just like, yeah, this is... No, you're trying... Like, it's too big brain for me. Don't... Just give me Mario Speed Golf. I was <laughs> like, and, and we spent so much time hearing about this dang game. And... Yeah, we finally have a release date, but, like, just come out already. It's how I feel about Bravely Default 2. Like, Ugh. I'm so apathetic about everything to do with it. Just release it. I'm yeah. sick of it taking time on this thing. Either just make the direct shorter then so I, like, don't have expectations. Like, yeah, get rid of it. Um, Neon White. This game looks super cool. Yeah. This game looked weird. I yes. could not figure out what the heck was happening. It's like Phantom Dust. Yeah, first I, person. I thought about that. It's like first person Phantom Dust. It's and this is developed by the guy who made Donut County. What? Yeah. You're no, you're kidding. And this me. is like a first person what? sort of weird running and jumping and shooting game. But you have to pick up cards to get abilities. Yeah, and it's also apparently an arena shooter, which I didn't learn until, like, way after the Direct was over. Wait, it's an arena shooter? Yeah. Heck yeah. It's like a multi... This is a multiplayer game. I I thought it was a single-player game. No, what? this screamed multiplayer to me when I was No, I it. thought really? it was a single-player yeah. game. Uh. Wow, I'm blown away. <laughs> I mean, I'm... A, the problem with Switch games if is that... There are really cool multiplayer games that have been announced for the Switch that die instantly. Because, right. No one's playing them. Yeah. So I'm hoping it's either on other things or this does, like, take off to the moon. Yeah. Um, because that one game that I bought was super fun, but no one bought it. The the skeleton game. Oh, yeah. Ugh. That game was weird. Where it, like, shrunk and grew your appendages. Ugh. It was great. Super fun game, but no one played it. Like, maybe 15 people bought it. That was a weird game. Um, Yeah, so Neon White. It's coming winter 2021. One of the more impressive things that was shown off in this direct. bizarre, too. Uh, Yeah, very bizarre. Um, Also, the premise is that you are a demon hunting other demons in heaven. Yes. It's, yeah, it's crazy. It's It's very, very weird. Yeah. But I like it. Um. We got DC Superhero Girls. They spent maybe six minutes talking about this game. This is a very long trailer for... No clue why. For a classic B-tier superhero game. Yeah, so I kind of I kind of had to, like, remove myself from thinking about it. Because this, this is a game that is very clearly not targeted to me or yeah. anyone on this podcast. Uh, and so I was like, all right, I'll just let them have this. I... Could just be completely enraged by how stupid this is and just be like an internet bro. But I was like, you know, 
Yeah, I had to stop. I feel myself. like I feel like this trailer is a bit long, but also I'm sure that there's people out there who are interested in this. So when I was watching it, um, I I like I was a, I removed myself immediately from it, but also I had this thought of like, this is a game I would play growing <laughs> up. Like, well, yeah, growing up, yeah, yeah of course, in like. It, it just kind of reminded me, like, you, you kind of need some of those games being made. Not yeah. everything has to be, sure. like, the stuff that we look forward to. Right. Yeah, no. And I, I was like, that. oh, this is cool. There was one weird thing about this. So, like, the cast of the game, you got Batgirl. Yeah. You got Harley Quinn. Uh, Zatanna. Who, Zatanna. God but you bless. also have Wonder Woman, who is, like, part of a completely different group of heroes. Zatanna's part of that group. Yeah, but... I don't And uh, Wonder Woman is a woman, not a child. Yeah. Not a superhero girl. Yeah, so right. like why would they not just put Wonder Girl? There's literally a character who would fit better in this game. There are three of them now. Yeah, there's a but it's just weird that you would specifically put Wonder Woman. <laughs> my girl were, Donna doesn't get enough love. I thought she you should were gonna be in this. I thought you were gonna say why is there no power girl? And I'm like, that would be kind of weird <laughs> for this game. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So, yeah, I was weird. like, that'd be weird. <laughs> but that would also fit more than Wonder a, Woman because she's a girl and not a woman. And the whole game is that oh, you're your children. Like, how are um, you going to tell me that Wonder Woman is in high school at the same time as Barbara Gordon? It doesn't make sense. Also, really, I can't tell you. Yeah, really great opportunity to show off that. Everyone is accepted in this world, and you should have just put Barbara Gordon in a wheelchair already. Oh, God. <laughs> just maybe. <laughs> and had Cassandra Kane be the Batgirl. Maybe. Yeah. Yes. Maybe this game actually takes a really dark and gritty turn. <laughs> Barbara Gordon becomes crippled. She she takes up the role as Oracle. Yeah. That'd be so great. So we, we have spent too much time I don't think talking that would be great. about this trailer. They should have put Yara Flora in it, though. They should have. Yeah. I, she probably did not exist by the time they, they, they started uh, making this she's game. She's been in the pipeline for a while now. Yeah, so DC Superhero Girls coming June 4th. There you go. Not featuring Yara Floor. No. Um, Ban it. We are only halfway through this. Uh, Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville. Uh, I'm tired of March. seeing every new Plants vs. Zombies game just be trying to be a multiplayer thing. Well, look, I for think... 20 years now. Those, no, games so are, I, those games are fun. Yeah? I think you gotta, but, ha- you gotta hand it to PopCap. They took an app and turned it into a franchise that is now like super successful oh yeah like 3D console games. I respect the hustle and the abs- the I actual games are coming out on, on phone the games. the I gotta say straight up the third person shooter game which is what this is is real good they're real fun I tried to play I didn't like it <laughs> I enjoyed it um but I mean by all means don't go spending money on it it's probably don't go chasing waterfalls yeah <laughs> Um, I haven't played this one personally, but uh, the first and second one I played. Uh, Metopia, this happened. This is the weirdest announcement. We don't get Street Pass, but we get Metopia. Yeah. So much of this game. So this was a 3DS game. Was it? Yes. Like this is an actual 3DS game that came out. Oh, um, I didn't know that. And the whole thing of it was that, like, using. Street Pass and Spot Pass, your game would become inhabited by like other people's me's, mm. and that was like a big selling point, just like all of the Street Pass games. 
And this was on the 3DS when Miis were like an actual thing that were implemented like pretty much across the board in the games. And it's so weird that they would choose now to... And this console to bring this game back when Miis do not exist. There's nothing in the Switch that allows you to make a me. Yes, there is. Yeah. When you're creating your account, you can make a me. And then you take the picture of your mm, face. Yeah. You could still make but, new because uh, like uh, But there's no like but there's no like me plaza. No. Like there's no like easy way for you me to come over to my house me. and just be like, hey, I'm gonna make a me for us to play with. Yeah. So like what you're saying is technically correct, but you can still hmm. I didn't technically know that. make a new me, but only for the purpose of taking a picture of it. To be your account profile picture right. on your screen. Yeah, that's right. No. You can make new Mii's entirely because I have like three me fighters that my friends and I made uh, that we had to make as Mii's first before we got them into Smash. Right, but fighters. I'm saying there's not like... But don't you do all of that in in Smash? Not that I remember. I'm pretty sure you do that in Smash. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I'll back off on this then. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you do that in Smash. Right, and that's what I'm saying. There's no, like, the Mii's implementation in Switch is either, like, solely, like, built into games, or it is for the the just making a profile picture. It's It's so weird. Like, I don't understand why this... They're bringing this back now. Unless now. we're getting... If... What you could have one of these cartridges with an NFC chip built in and Yo. sort of hack street pass into the into existence. That would be beautiful. Because there there have been they have in the past done this. They have created carts that had like IR sensors. Yep, Pokemon Black right. and White. And and you could use that to as a way to transmit data. It was beautiful. Um Freaking, the uh, the world ends with you on DS had a mode really? like this. Uh, I I really I do not know how they did it, but they had a mode where you could put the game into like this um, sleep mode, and it would like ping other games that were nearby. And of course, no one played it, and or at least no one was walking around with this with their DS on in their pocket with this game on. So it didn't really do anything. Um, so. I there is a I, they won't do it with this game, but they could hack that into the cartridge and actually make this more interesting. Right, but it's just, this is great. so weird. It's like why why now would you make a me game on this console? I don't understand it. Uh, I was just looking it up. It is a remaster of the 3DS right. game, so like it's not even a new game. Yeah, this is this was this is just a game outside of. There's a horse now. No oh, horse armor <laughs> DLC. Um, <laughs> so, all right. So, Metopia, Animal Crossing, Mario items are this, coming this March first. Weird looking. They're weird looking. Yeah, but it's really nice that you'll be able to add a pipe. I do like the to pipe. travel to the other side of your island real fast. Yeah, but also. Now, will you have to add this through a public works project? No. Are you sure? Yeah. You think it's just an item? Yeah. I don't know. It's just an item. Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe it's a public works project? I don't know. But I do want to note that putting Mario items like this inside Animal Crossing 
is very strange because they do not have the same uh, proportions, proportions art or art style. <laughs> and so it's very weird and broke my brain a little bit to see some of this stuff together. New Leaf on the 3DS, I think, handled it pretty well. Um, I don't think I ever got to anywhere where there was Mario stuff. There, I, on New Leaf mm, on the 3DS. I don't remember if I got Mario stuff, but like the Zelda stuff that I had uh, fit in very well. Um, I so. would say. Mm, well, even the handheld Zelda games have a closer proportional style to Animal Crossing than yeah, Mario does. Right. It's just really weird. It was weird. The, the way that Mar- the Mario costumes looked is weird. Yeah. It was weird looking. There's no hair under those hats, <sighs> it looked like. It was uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 So. Free content, though. Um, then we got what... This was in my top three of what happened in this direct between Mario Golf, Neon White, and now Project Triangle Strategy was announced. I have not played the demo yet, yeah, so but this, I'm here for this, baby. This yeah. is the next project by the 2DHD team at Square who made Octopath Traveler. Uh, and this is just straight up... Like, I remember they this... This trailer opens with like a cinematic showing these sort of character art um, pictures, and I was like, "Man, that that really looks that really reminds me of Final Fantasy Tactics." Yeah, but it's, it's too should. it's too yeah. bra- it's too bad that's not what it's going to be. And then, oh, that is what it oh, is. It this is, is literally is Final this Fantasy is, Tactics. It's Final Fantasy Tactics, baby. Yeah, turned up to ten. Oh yeah. Uh, so I I played the demo. Oh, um, you did the, the first. I played the first mission. I think there's two missions on there. Uh, it's an interesting demo because, like, it tells you at the beginning that this this takes place, like, midway through the game. I'm pretty sure it takes place, like, really early in the game. Just because what happens seems to be the inciting incident of the whole campaign. Um, it, from the stuff that I had, it lacks a little bit of the, the kind of flair, I think, that... Final Fantasy Tactics games, at least the later final, that like the hand, handheld ones had, um, but otherwise it's pretty it like it's it's pretty faithfully just like it. This is Final Fantasy Tactics. Um, there are the like the the way the magic works is a bit different. There doesn't seem to be like MP gauges, but rather a like a refilling like kind of action points like system where you uh, a move will cost a certain amount of points and then you regain those points by doing regular attacks um and there is a the it looks to be really interesting like a sort of elemental like terrain system where magic that you cast will like the effects of it will stay on the map and then you can use those to like so like if you, if you use the 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 example they gave in the trailer was like you put ice down and then you use a fire spell to turn it into water and then you can use a lightning spell to sort of multiply the power of that. Um so that seems cool. There is uh there's this kind of team up system. It so this one of the things I took away it seems to have taken a lot of inspiration from some of the later systems that new that uh like recent Fire Emblem games have taken. Yeah, that's what I noticed, um, too. And the story also, like, the setup for the story, especially when you're, like, watching the cinematic in the demo, like, it's like, this is... 
exactly a story from a Fire Emblem game. And I and it's, it's kind of unfair because the original Final Fantasy Tactics was also sort of set in that same space. Um, but and, and it's just been so long since that game has come out that it's not immediately what it calls to mind. But yeah. just the way... Uh, the, even it's it, it was funny. So, but this this was definitely uh, an exciting announcement for me. Yeah, I would say this is probably my favorite of the whole direct. Really? Yeah. All also, right. another observation: the voice acting in the demo is really bad. Oh, really? Great. Like it's, but not even like so bad. It's good. It's a lot of it is a super flat, and that was kind of disappointing. Oh, so like Riku and Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah, kind so of. So, how early do you think this is? So, well, it says. The first mission it says is chapter six. Well, no, no, I'm saying in development. Oh, How far? Like, well, I don't know. Because they're asking. So, one of the great things that mm. Octopath did was there was a survey after you played the Octopath right. demo, and they did take a lot of stuff from that. Um, so, do you think this is probably a year, year and a half out? I don't. I mean, they said it was going to be 2022. Oh, they did. Yeah. Okay. Um, so. I don't know. Uh, it's hard to tell because this is just like a vertical slice, and these this is like a a complete, like a fully complete level. Yeah. Um, with um, like pre-built units that you have to choose from, so uh, it's hard to tell what around that is built. Um, so I there there is a little bit of the one of the another interesting thing in this trailer was the kind of. The, the morality system, I guess you could call it. Um, it seems like you you get to actively determine the path of the story by your player character making decisions. Um, and, like, decisions are split into, like, three kind of... What was it? Like, I, the word they used was, like, convictions. So there are, like, three s- separate categories that each fall under. Um, and depending on what you choose will, like, actually, like affect the direction of the story and it also affects which units become available for you to um gotcha. recruit so that seems that seems like a cool system and there's a little bit of that uh in the demo as well but you can't really the the fruit it's not enough for, for to see what it actually does gotcha all right very exciting yeah this is a cool game hopefully they don't just call it triangle strategy <laughs> I kind of love it, even though it's dumb. But it, it also, with Octopath Traveler, when it was Project Octopath Traveler, it made sense because there were eight characters with, like, eight different stories. Yeah. This is called Triangle Strategy, and because there are three, there are three, like, main kingdoms in this world who are sort of at odds... But you're only and one of them is a sword king. But but you're one only <laughs> but you're only playing from the perspective of one of them. Gotcha. You should call it three houses. Ooh, in <laughs> the see? in the Salt Iron War. Yes, and <laughs> that's such a good. Uh, another bad big name. thing is that the the trailer is that salt is like this key resource, and I'm just thinking like play, and it also comes up in the demos like in the opening monologue, and I'm just thinking it's. Salt something salt has to be something different in this world because it can't just be salt. It's the spice, baby, yeah. and the spice must flow. Preservative. <laughs> um, so yeah, very exciting, very exciting for this. Um, let's move on. Uh, Star Wars Hunters, uh, which is a Zynga game, 
uh, that's going to be a mobile game and really uh, yeah, huh. it's going to oh. be a mobile and Switch game, uh, third person arena shooter free to play. Um, what? There you go. I they showed literally no gameplay of this, so I had no idea what it was. Yeah, where do you? Looking up Forest Zynga. Yeah, it's a Zynga game. What, is, what else have they done? They make uh, a bunch of mobile they, games. Yeah, it's a bunch of mobile games. Uh, That's their whole thing. Uh, um, so yeah, I'm less excited for this now. Oh yeah, you should have been from you should. Yeah, uh, you know, Knockout City dodgeball game coming May 2021. <laughs> they made Zynga made Farmville. Yeah, Zynga oh, made Farmville. Um, great. So. The dodgeball game that's coming that didn't look too entertaining, really. Uh, yeah, this is weird. This is weird. You don't like hero like, shooter extreme dodgeball, and like it was only one ball, so you like had to pass it. Among no, I think your there teammates. were multiple balls. No, the the like one of the things was like pass it to me, and they had the sure there like there was that, but I but in some of the shots you could see oh. teams who were holding different balls to like. So I I don't really know how it works, it's, right. but it's like a three v three v. I it's hard to even tell how many teams, but it's it's a dodgeball game. Um, then we get World's End Club, which you know something, Danganronpa game. Yeah, this from was the sort maker of, of Danganronpa. It, yeah, it looked like a a visual novel slash side scrolling platformer. Yep. I made a joke about it being a Danganronpa game because I actually didn't hear that it, like, I didn't hear the bit where they said, this is from the developers yeah. of it, so I made yeah. the joke and then saw the gameplay and I'm like, okay, maybe I'm wrong on this. Uh, <laughs> Hades physical release. Yeah, that was uh, cool. Woo! Ninja Gaiden Master Collection. Why? I'm I'm excited for this. I'm excited I'm going to get it. it. I'm here for it, but why? A- Age of Calamity really DLC? Weird. Yeah. This was super weird. Because they played, they played like a really long, like visual cinematic, and it was like, here's the this expansion pass for Age of Calamity, and then they showed the like actual contents of the expansion pass for like a second, yeah, and then it went away, and I was, I was like, what? The, the thing is, they showed it for a second, Seth, because it's being distributed throughout the entire year. Yeah, it's taking, gonna take a while. Uh, yeah. For what seemingly um, is not that much content. But yeah, it's weird. Uh, th- so there was a data mine a while back of like voice lines directing to characters which are not in the game. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's... I I hope this is more than just like the four characters that were basically... Like there are two enemy characters that are basically uh, full fully formed characters that were left out of the playable roster... And there are two other characters who don't really show up in the game and don't really have move sets, but they also are apparently going to be the, the new characters. So I hope there's more than that, because if that's all it is, it would be kind of disappointing. Yeah. I mean, it'd be, wow. cool. It's, it'd be cool to have more characters. Uh, but also, weirdly, it doesn't seem like until the second release is there going to be more maps... And so for a person like me, having two new characters and no maps to but, play them yeah, on is kind but of the same boring. content you already Right, put and so I've much like I've gone into. through all of it. So there's nothing I don't know. We'll see how it works. What can you get the man that has everything? Yeah. <laughs> has done everything. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. 
the Ghost and Goblins game that looks weird is coming February 25th. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Saga Frontier Remastered is going to be releasing in April. Yeah, I might play this game. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure yet. I'm interested in it. Apex on March 9th. Yep. Uh, Comes with an exclusive Pathfinder skin, which is annoying. Yeah, very annoying. Like, I can't get it. I'm not going to. There's no cross progression. Right. I'm not. I'm. I'm not I mean, gonna you're going to download it. What you should do, see, the thing is, Seth, what you should do is you download the game, you play it a little bit, and then when they finally unlock cross-progression... There you go, yeah. ...is uh, that you'll link it all together. Because the thing is, I ended up getting so much stuff in Rocket League by linking all of my stuff together. I ended up having so, so much stuff. So... I wonder... It seems I I just don't think they're going to implement it, but there you get a lot more apex packs like leveling up early in the game. So I wonder yeah. I'll just play through it, grind some levels, <laughs> and load then wait up to open them, load up on apex packs, and then eventually when they I can pull that all, all that stuff over, that'll yeah. be it. But they're not going to do it. Yeah, they're not going to do they're it. They're not going to implement it. That'd be it. genius if you if like that happened though. Yeah, it and would you be. Pull but, it off, but. <laughs> the heist of the century. Yeah. Um, then we got the the end of the direct, kind of. This is the last chunk. And it got weird. It did get weird. So they brought out um, E.G. Onuma. Yes, the director of Zelda. Yeah, the director of Zelda. Yep. All of Zelda. The president of Zelda. Um, Honestly? And... He apologizes, <laughs> and it's amazing. He apologizes yeah. and says, "I'm sure you all want Breath of the Wild two uh, information." Calls it Breath of the Wild two. Oh yeah. His the specific way that it was translated was like, "I'm sure you all saw me and expected that I was going to have Breath of the Wild two information," and then he's like, "Nope, no, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, but I can share this with you," and, um. It is the HD remake or re-release of Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword coming July 16th. People said they couldn't do it because of the motion controls. And I was, I was like, are you stupid? Yes, the Joy-Cons, The Joy-Cons have motion controls in them, and they're doing it. But also, I don't want to use motion controls. So, we'll in get- an attempt for them... Uh, and Nintendo has made an attempt to translate these motion controls into just a regular controller experience. Um, and it yeah. It does not seem like it'll be all that... Yeah, it does not seem like it'll it be It doesn't good. feel intuitive, so it's you have to... I'd the, rather use it than... The whole thing about Skyward Sword is that it had the, the Wii Motion Plus, and you had to do specifically like angled sword slashes. On to, it was basically like a, a puzzle implementation into combat. Uh, and it, what they have appeared to have done is that you will use the right stick on the switch and flick it in the direction that you want to slash, which is like we we've talked so much about um, co- games with combat that use the the bumpers rather than face buttons, and how annoying that is. I can't imagine right, how can't annoying imagine this is it. going to be. I'll let y'all know. Uh, Just I'll, play it with your Joy-Con on. No. Why? Because I'd rather use the Pro Controller. Mm. True. I don't know. This is this a game is, that I, don't I was. Understand you. <laughs> I was really excited for this game when it like was announced, and I never got it. And then now I, didn't have I a have Wii at the time. Yeah, I had a Wii, but I had no 
desired to get like motion plus um and then it became like super hard to find and was ex- more expensive um but now i just i just have like no real desire to play this also the game it not it's visually kind of an ugly game yeah we'll see what happens um a lot of people in the industry um from other news sites have kind of said that this is the first of a couple of these Zelda releases yeah. we're going to get. Yeah, it sounds like we'll we'll get uh, Twilight Princess and Wind Waker potentially down the road this year, which is cool. That'd be nice. Yeah, that Wind Waker HD is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It, that one def- that one was a definite glow up when it like went into HD. This one yeah. I think is a glow down in HD. Yeah, like I think this style kind of specifically worked in the sort of lo-fi nature of the Wii, I do not think it looks good. Yeah, it does not look as pretty as the Xenoblade Chronicles remaster that Ooh. looked great. Yes. You know, from the Wii to this. Oh, yeah. Um, That's... <laughs> <laughs> Though, to be fair, Skyward Sword looked a lot better on the Wii than Xenoblade the, Chronicles yes. did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they flipped now. So then we get... Um, the final announcement. The final announcement. And I'll tell you, my eyes were bugging out of my head, and <laughs> I was like, I had this huge grin across my face the whole time. This, the this, announcement yeah. that ended all genders. Oh, my God. It destroyed all genders. And now you just choose what you want to look like as an inkling or an octoling. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Yes. They announced Splatoon 3. Yes. It's in- France is insane. Dead. France is dead. The world is a desert. The beginning, I was, I was like, I, I couldn't even like form thoughts when I was watching this. But the, the opening of this, you, it's like in this desert, and all of a sudden this character pulls off this hood and mask, and it's this inkling, and you, it's really, really cool. It seems like this is the character creator. You choose your hairstyle and color, and 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 all of your features. And then you have a little uh, salmonid buddy who, who you get to choose their hairstyle. And you walk through the desert and get on this train, um, and and it takes you to the new city, which is called uh, Splatsville. Um, it's and it looks really it lo- it looks so cool. Uh, and then but then the like you hear the the drums start to come in. Yeah. From the Splatoon theme, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was going crazy. Out. It, oh, <laughs> this was so, I was so excited. I didn't, I had no expectations that we would get a no, Splatoon thought, 3 anytime soon. Yeah, I thought we would get that next console. Yeah, and, and when now we're getting it. Um, it was really funny. I was watching it on YouTube, and when they showed like this, this inkling walking through this desert, which in the back of this desert was the Eiffel Tower turned upside down and plunged into this giant crater. So it's either in Paris or somewhere else that the Eiffel Tower got flung. Um, I mean, you guys really... I I kind of hinted at this to you guys, but you really need to have played that Octo yeah. expansion because it explains a lot of weird lore yeah. that this totally hit on. And so, like, not saying it didn't mean as much to other people that didn't play this but like as soon as i saw them like 
oh my god, they're <laughs> they're actually building on the lore that they worked right. on. So this this was I was watching on YouTube and it was so great. It was it was hilarious and I I saw it for a split second and I think multiple people like in the the live comments said this as as the inkling was walking through this desert with the Eiffel Tower in the background. They're like there are people coming. Is this lore? It was so great. <laughs> Because people love people love the lore. Um, the lore is so interesting, and they, man, go back and play the Octo Expansion. Yeah, I think I'm going please. to uh, after it's this. It's so good. Um, it's so good. It was so. I beg you. There's been some. <laughs> so the, if you remember the end of Splatoon one, like the final Splatfest was a Cali or Marie Splatfest. Yeah. Uh, the people chose Callie, and then in Splatoon 2, Marie was like the villain of the campaign. In in the, the final Splatfest Splatoon 2 was Chaos versus Order. Uh, Chaos won, and now we get the world is seemingly destroyed. <laughs> so it's like, what? Also, way back in 2016, um, on Nintendo's yeah. Twitter account, like they had a Splatoon takeover, and it was Callie and Marie like posting pictures of themselves around the world, and one of the pictures they posted was in Paris with the Eiffel Tower yeah. behind them, upright. So clearly, <laughs> in the reason in it's real time <laughs> in the world of Splatoon, something has happened that has caused the Eiffel Tower to get flung somewhere else into the ground into a desert. I'm not gonna spoil anything, but go. If you haven't played Octo Expansion and you want to know about the lore that's possibly being touched on here, <laughs> trust me, yeah, the seeds I'm, and the foundation was built there. I mean, there. I'm definitely going to... Um, I thought the the use of the like train car was really interesting because I know that was a big part of the Octo Expansion. Yeah. So I, it seems like... So I, I, I don't even know what it seems like, but... <laughs> like my the dream world is that this is like not really an open world but the stages take place out in the actual environment yeah. rather than in some mysterious floating world underground or in the subway system um and that we actually go out into the the sort of post-apocalyptic world that the the we've seen the like the outer edges of in the lore um, I also had this dumb thought of like Splatoon as like a loot shooter. Oh, <laughs> that would be amazing. The, 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 the battle Royale we finally get uh, a Splatoon battle Royale would be fantastic. So I have to wonder like Splatoon two, they brought in the, what was that mode called with the, the fish the horde mode? Yeah. Salmon Rush. Salmon Rush. Salmon Rush. Which is that super was, fun. It was so much fun. I nice. wonder like if that will be back and or what new like sort of game mode is going to be in it. One thing that ha- needs to happen with Splatoon 3 on a level, I think, is I love the timed stuff, but they really need to not limit stuff like that to only like a couple hours a day. Yeah, that was a weird thing about Salmon Rush. Like, I loved playing Horde mode with Seth. But we would only get to play like two hours or three. Like in a, would, specific three hour in a specific three-hour yeah, window. In a specific three-hour window. During the day. And it's like, I, life is kind of hard to fit that stuff. Yeah, it's weird. Like, that was sort of their whole strategy was like timed rollouts and like, it's like specifically designed for you to not be playing all day. Um, 
and and not be playing like super long marathons, which I mean it's weird, and I and I sort of appreciate it, but also it's 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 just strange to like block off certain game modes to certain times. Yeah, but I imagine they'll still do it because yeah. it's kind of a, uh, a one of staple. Yeah, one point. of the, the the core mechanics of Splatoon's multiplayer. We'll see. It's not coming out until twenty twenty two. Um, also the, when, uh, AJ Onuma came out, he said that we'll have more news of, about Breath of the Wild later in the year. So I think it's pretty much set in stone that that is not coming out this year either. No. Really? Unless yeah, I, I don't think so. Um, I think we would, we, he would either have not said anything about it or we, we would have got like a, something about the reveal coming up. Um, it's so I, weird to think that Breath of the Wild 2 is going to miss the anniversary year then. I guess so. Uh, I mean, it. I think it was always ambitious to think that it would come out by now. Um, I just, it doesn't, it just doesn't seem, I think we would have had more information if it was coming out this year. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they would have done, like, I think they would have revealed that it was at least a 2021 release date, and then we'd have, like, a a big blowout later in the year about it. Yeah, um, around, like, yeah. E3 time. Yeah, so I don't, I don't think I don't think we're seeing... Like, we'll certainly see more of it, and then later in the year we'll get, like, the early 2022 release date. All right. No new consoles during this? Nope. No. I, I don't, anyone who thought that was going to happen was a dummy. Well, I... The pro, the pro's got to get announced eventually. Maybe. What's happening at the end of March? <laughs> we'll find out. I need to know. Mario is gonna die. Yes, they're <laughs> live on stream. They're gonna bury. Sapphiroth tried to kill him before. Yes. Now he's gonna actually succeed yeah. come March. Miyamoto's or maybe gonna finish Kyra the and job. Mithra will do it. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, I definitely thought there'd be more Nintendo first-party stuff in the first half of the year than what we're getting. Um, but, you know, who knows what's happening over there. Um, but it's, it was an interesting direct with a lot of fluff. Um, yeah, it well, probably didn't need to be as long as it was. I think letting yeah. people know it was 50 minutes... Pushed a bunch of expectations up. Yeah, but yeah. I think any time they announce something beforehand is going... It doesn't matter the length of it. Yeah, people... If they announce it beforehand, even if it's a day before, which they did this time, people are going to be like, all right, I want this and this and this and this, or else it's going to be a failure. Um, so I think that's why they, they just kind of drop stuff same day before, uh, just because... But I also think they, they probably knew... And just wanted to purposefully implement the old, like, direct style of here's a huge chunk of content about all the stuff that's coming up. Because they know that people have been wanting that, um, and it's been forever. So, I don't know. It was, yeah. it it, pro it definitely could have been, like, cut in half, I think. And a lot of the stuff could have just been, like, Twitter announcements. Or let other companies announce for, for like, multi-platform stuff. But it, it was... Because they ended with Splatoon, like I left on a high. So and and there was a, there was some cool stuff in there. Uh, it was even though it was weirdly like JRPG focused. Um, I think that that's probably 
why it alienated a bunch of people, or rather why a bunch of people were like, I don't like this. Um, but it was fine, and it, it was just nice to have an actual Nintendo Direct again. Yeah. Yeah. Most sense of normalcy. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, was there any news to y'all that I might have missed? I don't think so. No? All right. With that, we appreciate you listening to us talk at length about a Nintendo Direct and about video games we've played week in and week out. Um, and we will talk at you more next week. Bye. Goodbye. See ya.